One and I see twenty men gang. Set I want you. Akube Balenciaga gang. I want you. Public goes. You know me, who gang? You chilling with the monster gang. You chilling with the monster gang. Right now you are chilling with the monster gang. You know me, gang gang. You chilling with the monster gang. You chilling with the monster gang. Right now you are chilling with the monster gang. Show mommy gang. On two for the monster gang. Two for the monster gang. On two for the monster gang. Show mommy gang gang. You the two for the monster gang. On two for the monster gang. You are going to for the monster gang. Gang. Cross culture gang. Gang, gang, gang. We back. We back. We back. Honestly, that was an unintentional break. We didn't mean to be gone for two weeks, y'all. Listen, we're sorry, guys. We're sorry, guys. We had a little technical difficulty, and you know, I visited my mom in Texas. So now we're back. As gang, you know, gang. and I am Erica Mona. And this is Damio. And this is Cross Culture. <laughs> oh, I miss us. I miss the podcast. You I know what you that guys. reminds me of? You remember on uh, Nickelodeon, on uh, Amanda Seals? Yeah, it wasn't my time. And, and, Sorry, no. Oh, okay, Sorry, well, I was in Nigeria. those of you that grew up in America on all that, Amanda had like a segment called Amber's Place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then be like, it's Amber's house. That's like the same tonation. Uh, I'll be yeah. like, I don't even know if that's really fully the the name, but those who know know. <laughs> All right, so you know how we like to start. We like to start with the hot, 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 hot topics. Hot topics. What's the first on the list for us today? Coronavirus is taking over the world. Lord Jesus, this is too much. It's too much. It's a new case every day. Like, every day, literally. And damn near, wait, it's damn near in every continent now. So this is the thing. Let's, let's, let's get into some coronavirus. Uh, we talked about it, like, almost a month ago. We mm-hmm. first brought up coronavirus, you know, and what it is and how it affects people and so on and so forth and all of that. Yeah. Um, since then, it has been hitting numerous places and yes. um, numerous countries and continents. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, so the first, so basically us being Nigerians, um, the first case of the coronavirus has been, coronavirus in sub-Sahara Africa has been confirmed in Nigeria. The patient is an Italian citizen who works in Nigeria and flew into the commercial city of Lagos from Milan on February 25. Authorities say he is stable with no serious symptoms and is being treated in a hospital in the city. Um, it is also confirmed in Algeria and in Egypt as well, and World Health Organization had warned that Africa's fragile health systems meant the meant the threat posed by the virus was considerable. Whatever that means. Um, so, however, basically, it's in Africa now. Um, you know, people are saying, you know, there are some there are still some articles where scientists were confused or concerned as to why it has not really blown up in Africa that bad. Because you know we have mean? super genes, right? And it's like. Gee, leave us alone. Why Why do y'all want us to have the disease so bad? Why? This is the thing. You know, honestly, okay, I just want people to know the coronavirus... Um First of all, I don't like that they're calling it coronavirus because coronavirus is just naturally the flu virus, which is the flu that everybody gets anyway. So I was listening to something with the coronavirus, how the... So corona... Like, that's the name of the flu virus Yeah, and general. I guess it's with the how, like, scientifically with the virus and the cells, how it forms, it gathers together like a crown. Mm-hmm. So corona... I think is it in uh, what other language also means crown. So hence the corona. Yeah, but I'm just what I'm saying is like it's like it's not a new virus. Like mm. it's literally the virus that we get for the flu. Like if you 
It's the name of the flu virus uh-huh. in general. So this particular outbreak, I think, which is something Dr. Drew, if you guys know who Dr. Drew from the show, The Doctors, and he's mm-hmm. like a famous TV doctor. He also was on social media today saying that like the media is kind of like making it bigger than mm-hmm. it is. Like it's really not that big. Like like um, how he said it is like low key you die from the regular flu before the coronavirus. Like, mm. like everybody that's really dying from coronavirus like was already sickly. and what, Like, they would have died from the flu anyway. Okay. okay. So that's kind of what it is. Like, um, the reports are that no one under 60 has died from the coronavirus. Okay. Okay. So, and yeah, they're like, at the end, they're like, they're just not talking about it, but there's a lot of people who like have gotten it and just like, Shook it off. Yeah. Like it's just been the flu. But you know, the messed up thing is that, you know, I see little videos like on Facebook of, um, I guess, people in China where they're intentionally trying to contaminate or pass this virus to people. So you see them on like on the elevators and they were like, people with the virus, they will cough like on the elevator buttons and everything or cough on public handles. And I'm like, I wonder how true this is like but it just it seems legit because you legit see people coughing and wiping their cough and sneezing just wiping it on like the doors and everything which is disgusting it's like if you a teacher damn near feel like your students be doing that Ah! that's what it means like they just be coming up to you and just sneezing and it's like Uh, i hate you but the down part is what it hit in nigeria um basically they said that um now things are more expensive in Nigeria. So like the pharmacy, um, someone tweeted that um, pharmacy has increased the price of hand sanitizer from 1,000 naira to 20,000 naira. Wow, that's Why? crazy. Why? Come crazy. on now. That's crazy. Why? Why would, come on our people, we need to do better. We need to do better. But um, I also saw another tweet, people were saying that now it could pass through money. So um, handle your money carefully. I don't know how true that is. In a way, it does make I sense. I mean, I think that's just in anything, any right? Yeah. Like, money is the dirty, one of the dirtiest things. Definitely. You know, like, you mentioned it. I remember there was a time Rick Ross was throwing, like, his fresh dollars on his new baby billion. Yeah! And you were like, I hate that because there's so many drums Exactly, no matter how fresh So it it's just kind of like, that's just the, the same concept. It's a, it's, a, it's a teacher at my school that's, like, walking around with gloves. And I'm like, you're being so dirty. <laughs> and it's hey, like, it's, it's pointless because, like, you literally going to still touch your face with same ass gloves with the same gloves like nigga like it's just like you just wearing gloves that's what I'm saying you're not even doing it right Mm -mm, you know mm -mm. what I mean you just so happen to be wearing gloves you're being dramatic well I guess all in all people just be careful um just be careful. Um, clean your hands. Wash your hands. Sanitizers. Wash your hands with soap. Don't rush from the bathroom. I hear people, you know, we see people come out the bathroom and they don't wash their hands. That's an Asian thing. No shade, no tea. But I, every time I notice it, it be Asian women. I'm, I'm being honest. It be Asian and white women that don't wash their hands when they come out the bathroom. Every single time I've paid attention to it, it's an Asian and a white woman. I mean, it's just it's ironic that this is a thing now, but... That's my observation. Don't, don't, don't listen. Don't push away our Asian fans. That list, our Asian listeners, because I believe we have some Asian. You wanna listeners. check the stats, please? Hey, excuse me. Let's claim it. We are putting it into. <laughs> okay. okay. Next on the list, have you heard about this honeypot commercial? Yes. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, our good sis Beatrice um, is the founder of Honeypot Co. Now, if you don't know what Honeypot Co. it's basically a all natural vaginal health um, feminine hygiene product. and hygiene product. Um, line that this beautiful woman, Beatrice Dixon, has come up with. And as you know, Target has an initiative where they're trying to help, um, you know, entrepreneurs basically get their products in their stores. Long story short, she has a commercial with Target, you know, it's part of their little thing. And in the commercials, she says that she hopes to be a face and a example for young, to set a a path for young black women. And the white women were shaking. They were literally... They were mad. 
yeah, um, yeah. in arms about it. And, you know, we do what we do best as black people and black women. We band together. So basically, the company was flooded with racist reviews after the ad. But thankfully, she, you know, her stuff sold out. Yeah. Like, it sold, like, two times, three times, ten times more because of this. And, you know, the, even um, Beatrice, the founder, she said she's grateful for the controversy and um, the growth it offered for our company. It's like, I don't understand white people, white women. It's like, listen, if y'all did not shame us, if y'all did not enslave us, if y'all did not abuse us, discriminate us, and be racist towards us for simply being black, we wouldn't have this issue. You, you know, know what I'm There would not be a need for us to be like, oh... Oh, you know, this is for a black woman or whatever. But you guys have shamed us so bad. So, of course, you've oppressed us so bad. So, of course, whenever we start a company, whenever we start a foundation, whatever it is, we're going to be like, this is also for young black girls, you know, who also want to make something out of their lives, out of their lives, despite the racism and discrimination that you guys fit, you know, put upon them. You know, white women's tears are the water that feeds the plants of racism. Because, mm. you know, a lot, a lot of the greatest tragedies and massacres in history are behind white women's tears. And okay. this is, is it's monumental, not just because it tripled her sale, but also we stopped all that bullshit in his tracks. Like, we don't care about you and your, 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 your fake... And subtle hurts and whatever nonsense and bigotry you're trying to use to co- to become reverse racism, whatever that is, on yourself. Like we really don't care. Like as a matter of fact, I'm gonna go to Target and get me some. I, I I'm, listen because I never heard about the product. I'm definitely gonna it, go and but check it out. It's actually what I didn't know I needed. Thank exactly you. natural. Thank you and natural. Because I, I love I ooh, I love me some feminine hygiene products. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post on that IG I, too. Like I, I actually have just... a vagina, so it matters <laughs> to me. Anyway, um, let's see. What should we talk next? Let's talk about Jada. Let me talk like Jada really quick. Oh, I'm like, who's Jada? Oh, Jada. Pink Jada Pickett Smith. Smith. Mm-hmm. You see, <laughs> as a black woman, when when I heard those statements, I felt attacked. It made me think about how in this country, see, see, hold on, I'm about to go there with you. Oh Lord, you know I'm about to lay it down. This is real talk right here. Jada had a red table talk with Uncle Snoop off the heels of the Gayle King interview and Snoop's remarks. I have not watched it, actually. I actually have. Did you? Yes. So tell, give us the tea. Okay, so basically, as you may know or may not know, um, a few weeks ago, when uh, or a month ago, when Kobe did pass away, Gail had an interview with Lisa. Uh, what's her last name? Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie, she, she, who's also a professional basketball player, but a very close um, friend to Kobe. And in the interview, she questioned um, Lisa about um, Kobe's past um, law, law case, lawsuit about him maybe raping some lady, whatever. She was pushing the issue, you know? Long story short is the fact that he's dead, let him be, why bring it up? Snoop Dogg made a post to him being hurt, and, you know, he basically criticized her and with him criticizing her he called her a dog face bitch blah 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 so now jada had a you know she has a right table talk what she has on facebook and she had an interview with you know her mom her daughter and of course snoop dog con- con- relating to the issue so me it was actually a really good interview was it it was a good interview mm-hmm. and i lo- listen it made me even fall more in love with snoop dog because i did mention earlier that i agree with his hurt as he did also mention on the show an interview mm-hmm. 
he's hurt, he's upset. You know, we have this Superman, you know, this great black man in our community. Why are we the ones also putting him down, especially with him dying? And then his wife and kids, uh, you know, They're are still grieving. grieving yeah. Why would you do that? Why are you trying to add more salt, more dirt, more drama, you know, to the whole issue? So he did say, he said that, you know, the way he went about it was wrong. He could have still criticized her without calling her out her name, which I agree, you know what I'm saying? Um, because you doing that... It's it's not making anything better. It's adding. It's just gonna create more more hate, more disrespect. You know the fact that also I believe that when people have power like that, you know you're in the spotlight. You have to be really careful with the way you use your platform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to really you have to be positive, especially as a black individual. So he mentioned how his mom did call him and say, "Hey, you have to, you need to apologize to this lady." So he did a, a, another post and, and mm-hmm. he also sent that. a DM to her saying that he apologized, so that he would like to meet her in person. He tried to contact her, but she never reached out. And, you know, um, with the interview, they just discussed that, you know. Um, the other thing, you know, with Jada saying that, oh, when you said, oh, she's a dog-faced bitch, I felt, you know, you're talking about me or talking about other black women. You know, I didn't take it personally. I didn't feel like he was talking about me. I just felt like this man is hurt and he's saying his point of view. However, it's a good point with him, with, you know, with the point that was made about, you know, be careful. You know, you don't, if you want to criticize someone, you don't have to be negative. You don't have to spill that type of hate or those bad words because people follow you, right? So as with him apologizing, people came back and was like, Snoop Dogg, thank you for doing that. You know, it actually has, you know... Um, it made me think better with the way I talk to women and things like that. And with his, and you know what? Even in Yala, they had in Yala had, um, oh, say like a little speech. I feel like it wasn't necessary. But basically, just praise him, like thank you for doing this. So I like, I like the interview. It was Ooh, good. I feel like this is what we need in our community. No one is perfect, you know. But if you are, if you have a certain platform and power, you need to be really careful with the way you go about it. So I love the interview. I will say, um, I have some points where I. I um I have pushback. That's mm-hmm. a better word. I think that they focused too much on Snoop's comments. Um, and that's you know that's one of my my critiques of Red Table Talk is that what started as this really healing place for us as mm-hmm. women to hear these things has now become a PR recovery thing mm-hmm. for Black people mm-hmm. and where they wouldn't get to um, save themselves on bigger platforms like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's kind of like snoop would never get to be on the view to talk about this shit mm-hmm. so this is his place yeah. to talk about it um and i think that in this incident um it's like they talked about snoop but i think a bigger conversation would have also been to talk about why we were even mad to begin with which is which gail and oprah's affiliation mm-hmm. with everything um and i think to hear it from jada would have been Stronger again. I didn't watch it, but well, you I, know she said she invited Gail. I heard that that she did say she, she invited said, oh, Gail, Gail and Gail just ain't say shit. But I'm like, girl. I think that you know this could have been also a point for you, especially to add. You know this this made my mean thumb, but I'm waiting for Jada to invite Monique. Hmm. Y'all both from Baltimore, hmm. and I'm waiting point. on her to give Monique a platform to really talk about what she's been talking about, especially on the heels of all of this. Maybe Jada's scared. Maybe she she's she, she also industry. not trying to Jada's industry, and you know it is what it is. She is one of the industry people that we like, but Jada is industry. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then another thing is that I don't. I think that. We have to, the same way we are saying we have to be able to use our superpowers as black people, I think that also applies to when we're calling the as a black woman card. Because I think that, I personally think in that instance, Gail pulled a bitch move. And I mean, yeah, it wasn't necessarily in good taste for him to call her a bitch, but I think for us to mask it under 
as a black woman. No, she really just pulled a bitch move and shoot, and that would have been a bitch move if she was white, black, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, whatever. Definitely. It would have been a bitch move. And I don't I don't want to convolute what we say, and what we say is we need protection as black mm-hmm. women from black men in this instant. Because I don't think this was necessarily like Snoop is not the person that I feel like doesn't respect black women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think that we should have, or you know, I don't want to say we, but that should have been put on him mm-hmm. in this moment because I think that you know what he you know you know he was directly talking to Gail yeah, yeah. and it shouldn't have been like don't call Gail that because as a black woman woo, woo. Yeah. it was like nah as a man you probably just shouldn't say that yeah. and it was wrong Definitely. but I don't think that was the moment for us to pull the black like the woman, black card the black woman I you, card G. I feel you um, but yeah you yeah. know I, I mean I'll definitely say watch it I'll definitely say Snoop held it down cause he was like yes like she said the wrong stuff she like he I, it made me really fall in love with him more because he, he kept it real. You know what I mean? He was like, and then, you know, Snoop made a comment like, hey, don't let's just focus on the negative, okay? Let's right. focus on the positive too, you know? Okay. About just because, you know, the, the topic, the conversation, you know, went beyond just Gil and mm-hmm, Snoop, mm-hmm. just in general, you know? He was like, hey, as black people, why are we just, it's not just about, oh, what people see, we disrespect each other, oh, black women say this, black women say this, but like, let's, can we talk about the positive too, you know? Because yeah. he was like, you know, if this is all we're going to talk about, I'm going to leave here saying, I don't like Jada. Hell no. <laughs> no, nah, it, it was. It was a good interview. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was a good one. That's good. But you, de- you definitely did make a good point. Next on the list, speaking of men. Y'all know I love Drake, but Drake is a slut. But it's okay. I know he's I'm, a I'm, slut. I'm, I'm really happy. No, I ain't been You're new. not in denial of it. I'm glad. I've been new Drake was a slut. Like, Drake been a slut. He's a you, hoe. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like He's a womanizer. I, that's far. I don't no, he's a womanizer. He's not a womanizer. He's he just likes a slut. Women. He's woman rapper. No, when I think of a womanizer, I think of somebody that abuses or like takes advantage of women. Oh, I think woman rapper. Listen, Nigeria, we call them woman rapper in the sense that he wants to be wrapped around different women all the time. Yeah, he's just a slut. Woman rapper. Like he, he, he definitely is just a slut. Um, but in his slutty news this week, Melissa Ford, which if you guys know her, she's one of the hosts Original. On, on Hollywood Unlocked, and she's also like an OG video girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and Takara, you know Takara, that was my icon growing mm-hmm. up. Um, you know, one of the first plus size, I think the first plus size model on America's Next Top yeah, Model. Definitely. Um, and they were on Melissa's podcast. Um, what was it called? What's it called? I, I'm just, I just want dinner or some shit like that. I, I know the name, but I can't think of it. It's like. Her mm-hmm, little podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about um, how as women, they had a situation where they found out they were dating the same man, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't let it interrupt their friendship. Like, they were like, nah, fuck that. Like, if anything, we just both going to break up with him. Yeah. And this man was none Drake. other than Drake. And I just thought that was hilarious because Drake is super slight. Like, know. there's like literally no woman that you don't know who has not dated I'm like, Drake. yeah. I, well, I do like that he doesn't have a specific type. Nah, Drake don't that, have a type. You know, he like all of them. It I'm lets like, me know I have a chance. Right, So right, far right. as I, like, get in his gaze, <laughs> I have a chance. You know, but, you know, just to speak on a topic, you know, on a better note, you know, it, it, I like the way they handled it because, you know, when they realized that they're both dating the same guy, um, Melissa was like, you know what? You can have him. I just think that it's like, you got to know, you know what I mean? Like, when we talk about girl code, I think there's always this assumption that women do anything for men or whatever, whatever. But I'm like... I think that a lot of those cases that people have or the imagery they have of women is like, for my man, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a man that we committed, we in this and mm-hmm. we know. But when you just kind of dating or talking to somebody, Not these two, two, and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's always chicks before dicks. I would hope. Yeah, I would hope. I would yeah. hope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then especially with it being Drake, too. Yeah. some women, I feel like if some other woman, they'll be like, oh, it's Drake. They'll start fighting. It'll, start, it'll be some social media it'll drama. It'll be some Ari Jada, yeah. Alexis drama, yeah. child. Yeah. Like, 
Speaking but, of, I was, I was listening to Melissa, one little interview she did, and she mentioned how she had a photo shoot to do, mm-hmm. and this was years ago, and Kim Kardashian was there too. Oh, right. Okay. And I guess Melissa Ford, she had a little situation with Reggie Bush. Just a little whatever. Melissa a little... And Kim, they're doing a photo shoot, and Kim went to her mom, I guess, all the people were like, oh, I'm not comfortable with her hair, or I don't want her hair because she dated Reggie Bush or some shit like that. And she was like, wait, what? That's Kim's vibe for real. Like, wait, what? No, that's you Kim's vibe. You know what I'm saying? Vibe. So you may respect Melissa, like, okay, this kind of woman you are, that's good. It's like, as a woman, don't be insecure, right? Men are going to do what they want to do. As you Period. said, chicks before dicks have sense. If it's the guy you think you're dating is the same one that is dating multiple women at the same time, girl, you ain't it. You think you're the main one? Being the main, ain't no like the main one if you're not the only one. Forget okay, that main one stuff. Period. Come on now. Honestly, let me not say. Let me not say too much. Anyway, girl, whoa. Melissa Ford and Takara was both dating Drake. <laughs> okay, um, let's real get into this Arizona thing mm-hmm. first. So Arizona State House passes bill banning transgender female athletes from playing school sports. So. Hmm. I need to read more on that. I hope it's not that. No, I don't think it's about playing school school sports in general, but about when you compete in sports. Um, if you're a transgender uh, like for, female, like for playing for the for, exactly. your, for your transgender, yeah. which in a way I kind of do, you know, agree no, I agree with, with that. Because, I always agree with that because when you do think about it, you know, even if you're in the transitional transitional stage or you you know you start dressing and appearing as a woman, but don't forget biologically. You're, you're a man. You know, you have the extra hormones and strength and energy that you, that men have that women do not have. So it definitely would be unfair if, you know, it's a track competition. And then you in it, you know, as a woman, but you're low-key have a man's body and energy and strength. And then you win the race. Because if so, there, will be, there wouldn't be no men uh, and women. There wouldn't be no separate, you know what I'm saying, uh, competition. Separate sports. For, separate sports. I definitely think that t- transgender is its own gender. And I yeah. think that... Um, the 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 sooner as a as a country as a world as a society that we're able to accept that this is a choice people are making, um, then we can move towards that and, and create, it, their, and, own and, and create their own lane because uh, I do think you know and this is even off the heels of when Wendy made her comments about the how the the trans men or the gay men are not women or whatever I do think that. There is a fine line and window on both genders. I think we talk a lot about it a lot on men transitioning to women because of our physiological mm-hmm. thing. But even women that transition to, to men, men yeah. I don't want to take away male experiences because there are certain things that men have that men um, go through that I, as a woman, would never have to go Definitely. through just because I just don't go through that shit. And even when you do transition, you're going to miss You're, you're going to miss a lot of that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that when we as a society are able to like really just acknowledge like yo trans people exist they have their own shit let them have their own land so that it it can it can make sense so that they're not completely excluded but it's just kind of like you have to acknowledge that they're it's it's certain things you're not going to be included in everything yeah so that they can fully strive how they want to do in life i totally agree with it um Okay, so let's lastly on topic, let's talk about um unfortunately rapper Pop Smoke passed away about three weeks ago. Yeah, um, so we did again, we told you guys we had technical difficulties. That was the week that we um had a difficulty where we kind of talked about um the the unfortunate shooting. Again. Yeah. I think by now everybody kind of knows and knew that there was a home invasion mm-hmm. at Pop Smoke's L.A. rental home. Yeah. Um, where people kind of came into his house around 4 a.m. L.A. time and 
killed him, shot him yeah. in the middle of his sleep. And they confirmed that this is like a murder case. It's not like, you know, it was planned. It wasn't like, oh, they went there to like burglarize and steal from him. Mm-hmm. And he was just 20 years old, mm-hmm. just started out really talented. It's quite unfortunate. Um, Snoop did mention in the interview how that, you know, as artists, especially hip hop artists, it's like, you have to be able to, it takes a while, but you have to be able to separate the artists, like their songs, what they sing about, what they rap about from the the, per- the individual person themselves, you know? Mm. And basically he just said, he just moved to LA to get away from all this gang mm. and violence and negativity type of stuff, you know? So the mm. fact that he recently moved out and he said he just met up with him in LA not too long ago and then to hear he passed, it's quite sad. It really is quite sad. Yeah, it's just, um, I fear for the for the new for the new age rapper um, because it seems that their paths lately have ended in overdose, violence, mm. or jail. Um, you know, and it's, it's, you know, we hate to see it. It's like, it's not something that we worry about with our pop stars, with our right. country stars. Or even R&B stars. Or R&B. It's a very specifically um, rap Hip hop yeah. thing, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. His funeral was just this week. Um, young kid, so just let's give a small moment of silence. All right. Rest in peace. All right. Um, but to kind of get us out of that mood, let's get into one of our favorite segments. We know y'all oh, missed Lodo. it. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh Lord, oh, Goof ass. You guys, sometimes things happen and I'm just like, nah, you dead ass that this happened. Legit. And this week was one of those weeks. So, um, students at a local Oklahoma City High School were outraged when a college recruiter decided to line the students up based on their complexion and hair texture. Uh, so basically he played a game called How Niggerish Are You? Lord. Um, and that was essentially the game. And the college recruiter is from Oklahoma Christian University. University. He was fired after making 11th grade students, so these are juniors in high school, um, basically at Oklahoma City Harding Chapter, line up from what he called straightest to nappiest and lightest. Can you imagine? What? Can you imagine the insults? First of all, what even was going through his head for him to, ah, ah, the gods alone? Really, really? I'm not. Oh, Lord. The gumption. Jesus, Jesus. It's like, wow, wow, wow. So you legit. Because I remember, you know, recruiters coming, you know, when we were in high school, we go to the library, hear the little speech and stuff. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out where and how did this even happen? Where were the I teachers? I don't remember no games how? being played. At so all. Like, you tell me about your and, damn and school. It's like, you keep it moving. What, is, what was your point? So are you saying, oh, that's how you're going to pick who's going to go to college? Because is it really your decision to pick who's going to go to college? So I don't understand. What was your point of doing that? If not to be a wicked soul, if not to demean these kids, what was your point? I just think that every single day we are reminded about the ramifications of slavery and Jim Crow. Okay. Um, and even every day when we think that we have progressed past that shit, somebody reminds us that I'm every day. I'm 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 still here. <laughs> here. I'm still black. That's what they might. I'd be like, racism black. is still here. Like, <laughs> like, that is it. Like, they don't, it's not, it's not playing. It's like, you and, thought, nigga. And then white women want to be green. You see, they want to be mad about Honey Pot's commercial. It's not why we do it. 
Exactly. Just know why. Honestly, what makes me mad is I know I would have been last in that line. Damn. <laughs> I'll probably be like two shades away from her. I'm black, black, <laughs> and my hair is nappy. You know, Hashi, I don't like that word nappy. It's like nappy. I don't describe my hair as nappy at all. It's nappy. <laughs> The accent mark. No, I'm glad he was fired. And he should not be hired as any college recruiter ever. He needs to go and start working at McDonald's or something. Oh. But yes, he is a little weak because he is dumb. Because that was some goofy that. ass shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, nigga, we, the games we play is we're going to the grocery store. Hey, Dave, what are you bringing to the grocery store? Not Dave. You strike me as a quadroon. Stand here. That's not like, the games we play. They said he didn't say anything. He didn't ask them about their grades, the extracurricular activities, nothing. The requirements, the things that colleges look for, you know, uh, potential students, prospective students. They, he didn't ask any of that. You legit, So you just woke up and said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this today. I honestly would have preferred if he did that um, line of poverty game where he start asking about people how much your parents make or something. Because then that would make more sense. Like, okay, who's going to get financial aid or not? Uh-huh. And it has to be for that reason. It can't just be because. It like, has to be just, that financial aid let me know I'm poor reason. or not. But no. Man. Anyway, but that's that. But yeah, that's our hot topics for you guys. And let's get into our main topic of the day. All right, you guys. So our main topic that we bring into you guys is who can I bring home? Um, just to give you guys a little backstory on this. So, you know, me and Erica have been no stranger to letting you guys know that we are single and mingling right now. Mingling. And we are approaching that stage in our life where, um, I guess, I don't want to say marriage because I'm not necessarily looking for marriage, but I guess more serious. I'm looking serious. for marriage, oh, I'm looking, please. Okay. Just so y'all could know. Continue. I think, <laughs> uh, but I would say for myself... I'm looking for what is a, a stable and committed relationship. Right, right. And hopefully it could lead to marriage, right? Um, but I think a big issue and part of that um, culturally for us is just kind of like, damn, you know, being Nigerian-Americans, I think that our parents kind of want to, like, inbreed, for last, lack of better words, on this Nigerian-American way, like... Let's keep it in the family. Let's Take away the American parts. They don't even consider you Nigerian-American. You, they're like, like, they're, Niger, they're, Nigerian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigerian. Um, so it's just kind of like this idea. And, and you know, even not even just being Nigerian, but just you talk to a lot of people. It's just kind of like, what can I bring home? Yeah. Like, even being black, like, bringing home a white person exactly. or, you know what I'm saying? So it's just this idea of yeah. who can meet the parents. Definitely. Just being from any different ethnic background. Because I have an Indian friend where, you know, of course, it's like she mentioned, I know, I think she's Buddhist or so. Did you like Indian friends? Yeah. I had an internship with her. Oh, you Just one girl. Um, I know. Um, so Buddhist. And she's either Buddhist or Hindu. Either Buddhist or Hindu. One of those. I don't remember. Forgive me, girl. I'm sorry. Anyway, but, you know, her boyfriend is Catholic. Oh, so, you know, but it's also conversations like that it's had. Like, you know, of course, her family would prefer to be with, you know, with person of her Same. background. Yeah. So let's just get into our topic. First of all, let me even ask you this. Who does your mama, your parents, your family want? Who do they want you to bring home? All right. If I'm being very specific, right. um... My father passed away, so my mom, she out here running the ship at this point. Mm-hmm. So, based on my mom, she would like me to date somebody from Choir State, which is a state in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just like you from Chicago or you from Washington. Yeah, like, you know, she definitely wanted to be like a Choir State boy, Muslim, somebody that makes six figures and above. 
um, somebody who parents she get along with, mm-hmm. just, just like random shit, like, you know, somebody who don't got too much short people in their family. My mom, I didn't know she was picky like that. <laughs> really? Like my brother was dating this girl who was like 4'10", and he was like, she was like, that girl too short. <laughs> and I was like, damn, ma, you on that? Yeah, but the main core is, he is Muslim, at least from Kwara State or Nigerian, Kwara State, she's like, and she's actually somewhat picky about the Kwara State. Okay, like and not even just Kwara State. Like it, like okay, even if you're not from Kwara State, maybe she'll denounce like, no, you can't be no somebody from this state. And just to give background, you know, as Nigerians, Nigerians are definitely when it comes to like so state by state, it's not exactly how it is here. Like, oh, you're from Chicago, you're from Washington. It's like you know different ethnic groups, you know, per different states. So you know, as your we are Yoruba, Yoruba people are, I believe we're we have we are in the southwestern states, right? So we typically ask like, where are you? from and when we say where you're from it's like what village what city what state are you from right exactly and it's really important because you know every state have their own different dialect they have their own different culture you know so like i know like ijebu people that's from ogun states ijebu people initially think that ijebu we are selfish like people ijebu are known as being selfish people right. so some people are like i don't want you to date someone who's ijebu or if you're from lagos it's like oh lagos you're arise you're you know local yeah, you're, you're like you know you're out there type of thing so people can be really specific and, you know just basically with the whole tribe attention. Let me just put it that what way. What about for you and your people? Uh, for me, uh, it's different. You know, my dad's a Muslim. My mom's a Christian. So my dad, I know he's, he's, he doesn't really care what religion I date. You know what I mean? For he tells me, like, I should not, you know, hinder or limit myself by, by just dating one religion. But for him, as long as he wants me to be an African man. Preferably a Yoruba man. Preferably a Yoruba man that probably grew up in Nigeria. Okay? So in the sense that, you know, he will be able to talk to him. You know oh, what I'm yeah. Saying? He can he be able, so has some type of power. I feel like I have a lot of power. Like, oh, this is my son-in-law. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that he knows that he, he won't be able to do with an American or a white person, you know? He wants that. He wants... he def- And then with me, out of all my siblings... All my, my my brothers, they're not with a Nigerian woman at all. So he definitely wants me to be with a Nigerian man. That's the main thing he wants. A Yoruba man. And of course, family is important too. Right. My mom, not my mom. Now I feel like I kind of hold her views a tad bit higher. Mm-hmm. I actually do. A tad bit higher than my dad. My mom wants me with a Christian man, okay? He gets to be a Christian. You know, even if... if you know, she of course, she wants me with a Yoruba man as well. But even if he's not Yoruba... He got to be Christian. <laughs> so though that's what really what they want. They don't really care about the height, whatever, or the states, whatever. You're, but you know, on and all, they prefer me to be with someone who's like me. You know, mm-hmm. similar background. So now that we like have I really identified all of this stuff, like, what do you think? Okay, so I think that a hard part in all of this is like I think that at some point, I I kind of didn't don't really know or didn't really wasn't really able to decipher the difference between what I wanted versus what I knew my family wanted for me. Mm. Like in terms of like for real trying to date and really be like, alright, so this is what I like and need in guys. Mm. Cause okay, also real shit, I tend to date one, um, if I'm really trying to like put an archetype on the guys that I date, I date like artsy guys. Like, all of them have some sort of, like, artistic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I date guys who are, like, conscious. Like, not woke, per se, but, like, have a consciousness of, like, the black and African-American struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sidebar, I think a lot of guys I date have, like, social-emotional issues, but that's a different <laughs> level. Um, you know, I think that... 
I tend to be attracted to, I don't want to say thuggish hood type, but like okay. not like necessarily preppy-ish boys. But I okay. know. So like the preppy proper. like Yeah, but I know like my family would love me to be with like a preppy proper, like very well spoke. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I think niggas would like accents for real like all the dudes i be would definitely have like they from like something uh, like they from something okay like. okay i feel that uh for me i'm trying to see who i i, I don't really have this type to be honest i've dated different people i've dated the bush niger and when i say bush niger not he didn't come from he, he came from niger not too long ago and he has some Deep Niger tendencies that you know. I did an American man. Uh, for me, it's all of your respectable, respectable man. You know, you have your thing, you have your stuff going on for you. And of course, I do like someone who's knowledgeable because something I do know is about um, a Nigerian man who came. My ex, he came from Niger maybe like four or five years ago. Five years ago, mm-hmm. uh, probably like six, seven now. But about f- when we did it, it was like five years ago. So like his his notion, his views and understanding of like the black struggle was not there. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? So I had to be the one to be like, hey, babe, no. Like, don't don't be stereotypical. You know what I mean? Or don't have yeah, this, you know, this end. views and stuff. So I had to yeah. be the one to, to explain that to him. And even though sometimes he would accept it, but sometimes it was still also hard for him to really understand it at the same time. Because it's mm-hmm. not your experience and then you haven't really been here to fully witness it. You know, you come here as an adult, you don't want to really get it, you know? So mm-hmm. I... I would prefer today a man who has knowledge of that, at least who is open of that. You know, we are into arts, we are creative, you know, yeah. even if you're not, even if that's not your your profession. Yeah. But at least you have some type of likeness, understanding, or, you know, you, you get the, you get it, you know? Um. So with that even being said, who's, who are you really trying to impress with your family? Who's really important? Who's the specific person you want to appease? Because you have brothers too. Okay, so yeah, Don't so forget your brothers. So you me, I am the youngest of three, and I'm like the super baby. Um, it's it's you know what? I think I have a split, right? Like, if my mom solely liked that person and my brothers didn't, I might still fold. Mm. But if all three of my brothers like that person and my mom didn't, I would fold. So it's kind of like, okay, okay. Because you have someone to have your back at the end of the day. Yeah, it would be like a majority vote. And then my mom is like, you know, the thing is like, I will say this. So my mom has only met one of my love interests. Okay. Um, You know, you know, she liked him for the most part. Um, And I think that, I think that was like the moment where I just had to gauge how important her opinion was to me because there, there was a point where she stopped liking him i'll say that much oh really yeah because you know guys um and, and you know it gets to a point where it's like i'm not gonna deal with how you mm-hmm. act with my daughter um and a part of me you know even there might be a, even a still part of me still that's like Okay, but I still would be willing to make you like him because I liked him that much. Right, right. Like there's um, something you could find in him. That yeah, you, you know. And I think that that's like I don't I don't know if it's like their approval is like a hard no. And I think it depends on if there are certain things though that I can know that they would like. Because mm. I think that for like those superficial things that we named earlier, he kind of checked all those things. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he's Nigerian, he's Muslim. Mm. You know, he's like. It's smart or whatever. And 
I think maybe personality wise was where some though. of the That's things were. But once I was able to hit like those mm-hmm. those hard things, mm-hmm. I was like, all that other shit, we can we can make work. Could, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Another thing I didn't even mention is that I know that my mom, she wants me to be with someone from a decent family. In a sense oh, yeah. that, because, you know, at this point, I could say that I am from a broken home. <laughs> so she doesn't want me to be with someone to be from a broken home because she doesn't want it to be like a generational thing, right? Mm. She wants to be like, so when we do have kids, at least some one of the parents, you know, has an experience of a full two-parent home, which I understand. Um, but for me, the specific person that I definitely would want to impress is my mom. My other family, they're in Nigeria, you know, so they're not necessarily here for me. So here right now, like at least in the same country. So not to say like their perspective is not important because definitely is important. But it's like if we're not in the same place, it's easy to not necessarily have to. I don't really have to deal with what they think. You know what I mean? Um, of course, I care what my grandma think, but it's like, oh, girl, you over there. So it's like, eh, <laughs> you be fine. What about your little sister? Oh, my, my listen is all for me. Whatever I want, she go for it. She ain't, she don't care. I mean, but you know what if like, cause okay, that's a good one. Cause even me as a little mm-hmm. sister, I, I don't, I didn't realize how impactful my opinion was for my brother's mm-hmm. wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like one of my brother's wives, me and her are like super tight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's one of the things that like, I really like made me be like, oh, maybe she's the one. Cause he's like, right. you're super tight with her. And then one of them, we had a very rocky relationship uh-huh. initially. And that was like a thing that like my brother, well, like my other brothers was like, that should have been a dead giveaway. Like, right, 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 Cause right. like, and you know, one of my brothers is like, yeah, you're kind of like my gauge for girls. Right, for the most part. right, like, right. If you rock with them, yeah, but then, if you don't, then it's like, my like little sister that. don't like you. She likes everybody. Yeah. So, it's like, so with me, with me being an older sibling, that's not how I would feel, right? Because mm-hmm. I do need my partner to be a bigger brother to my sister, mm-hmm. right? That's what I want. So she is all for whatever I want, as long as she's a great guy and he treats me well. But her, definitely her point of view is important. But she doesn't have the type to be like, he needs to be Nigerian. She doesn't care. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know no. what I mean? She doesn't care. Um, but yeah, my main person is my mom that I'll, and I think the, it's the Christian part is the fact, is the thing that kind of like, Ugh. It's like the oh my god part. That's the serious, serious part. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. It really is. Uh, because I have dated some guys, and to be honest, most of the guys I've dated, they're not Christians. I didn't think about it. They're Muslims. Really? Because you know, I am, you know, I grew up as a Muslim too, you know, with my dad being a Muslim. But I am currently a Christian now. So the majority, you know, my circle has been, you know, Muslim men. So it's mm-hmm. like, damn, now all these Muslim men, should I now turn them down? Let me, not, let me not be like, go back to it. I know, right? But my dad is like, hey, girl, you know, it's hard to find men out here. So if he's Muslim, he's a good man, you better hold on to him. And it's like, a part of me, I do agree with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, as long as, you know, as a couple, we're able to, like, handle things with sense amicably and it's no problem. But I experienced living in a household where the the, the husband was Muslim and the ma the wife became Christian. It created it created a divide. So mm-hmm. I really don't want that for my for for yeah, me and my kids. I want I don't want the because conf- it did create confusion. It did create division in a sense because both of them were not able to handle it well. And mm-hmm. that's because they did it, you know? Um what do what do you think you're scared of? Like in in not scared of but what's like the overarching fear of trying to align yourself with these ones. I ain't trying to hear my family's mouth for the rest of my life. Listen, that's the main thing, G. Listen, Nigerians, Africans, when we don't like something, I'm telling you, they they will tease you, they'll abuse you about it for the rest of your life. Mm, That's your husband. That's your your wife's husband. That's your whatever husband. He's poor. Like, I'm not even trying to hear that for the rest of my life. I really don't. And of course, I want to impress them. And overall, I want peace in my life because I do believe that when you do marry somebody, you're not just marrying the person, but you're also marrying... Let's be real. Some people feel like you don't, but I, based on my culture, you are marrying... Marrying 
their family too. You're being involved in their family. And Nigerians say that it's best to, it's better to marry someone who is bad compared to someone who's a bad, who is from, who has a bad family. In the mm. sense that if the person that you marry yeah. has a bad attitude, nasty, whatever, their family, their mom or daddy could correct them, right? The mom or daddy could make things better. Like, hey, you and don't do that. such a Nigerian attitude And, and it's true, think. don't you think about it. I feel like, but, but that that's kind of like, niggas gonna die off eventually. Sorry to say. But how many years? It, well, listen. No, what, but what, I'm what, saying what, what if the mom like, and daddy are for 20 years? But if, like, if somebody is better, they core, we're not always gonna be with y'all and I'm not always gonna invite y'all to my I mean, of course. No, I get what you're saying, though. The analogy makes sense in theory. But it's like, but that's also, if you really think about it, such a, like, a job mentality. But but I I personally, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Not, but nonetheless, I'm not going to date someone who's bad and they got a good family. You got to be good all around. You got to be good and good family, right? But if, you know, if they have a bad family, I mean, we we see situations where it's it's the mom or the dad or the sister-in-law is the one who's going to mess up the relationship because they don't like them or they just want to add nonsense and just add drama. You know yeah, what I mean? And your sure. relationship that you have is good. What about you? What are your fears that you got? I mean, um, that and and I think for me, on a on a on a vulnerable tip, you know, having not being able to have my dad's immediate mm. say so on things, because um, very ironic. Uh, I don't want to say ironically, but. In a, in a way, that was one of the last major conversations I had with my father um, before he passed. How was, old are you? I was... Um, when you had this conversation? When I had that conversation, I was 14. Mm-hmm. 14, approaching 15. Okay. Um, and we just so happened to be at like a pepper soup joint. It was just me. My mom was like visiting her family. In Nigeria? Yeah, we were in Nigeria. It was like the year before my father died, I visited Nigeria. My dad lived in Nigeria. So um, we talked about the whole idea of... Who I would marry. And, you know, he was super chill. He was like, man, all that religion stuff, this, that, and the other. It's like, shit, at the end of the day, what is religion? Your connection to God, this, that, and the other. He was like, I read the Bible. He said, shit, I went to Catholic school. Y'all didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, it is what it is. Like, he's like, that's not a deciding factor. Um, So, like, in my mind and in my heart, I know that my my father's blessing would go to somebody who treats me right and who's like, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, a head on their shoulders but because my mom is a surviving parent mm-hmm. lord um, I wouldn't want to be with anybody that would cause a discourse between us mm-hmm. um, especially me being the only girl and this and the other I know yeah. that a lot of her hopes and dreams um, you know when you think about certain bonds you have with your children and your especially your daughter are in me and I would love to be with somebody that she feels comfortable with. Definitely. I wouldn't want there. I wouldn't want you know. Not, I'm not necessarily attached to all the things she's attached yeah. to, but I would like to be attached enough to certain things where she's comfortable. I agree with that person. I totally agree because one thing my mom always says that at the end of the day, she wants to. She wants the one where she gains a son. That's what she wants because she has all girls, right? So the main key, despite all this, you know, religion, whatever that we all say, but on some real shit, yeah, she, wants, she wants, she wants, she wants, she wants to gain a son, so on that this is my son, where we have a nice relationship, fluid. We call each other, take care of each other. You know, it's not like oh my god, mother-in-law, distance. You yeah, know what I mean? she, she, we want because you know she only has two girls. You know what I'm saying? True, so it's, yeah. it's small. You know, it's it's just her and her two girls. That's all she got, and she got her siblings, but her immediate family is me and my little sister. So she wants. 
wants to have someone who is a son to her, which I agree, and that's really what I am looking for. Someone who respects my mom and treats mm-hmm. her as his mom. You know, I would I don't really? I don't want it to be like, oh, the only time he has he communicates with my mom or see my mom is whenever he's with me. I want them to have that freedom. Yeah, like you know I'm what gonna mean? talk. Like, exactly, exactly. Um and we joke about this since we're since we're since we're even on this topic. We joke about this a lot, but I'm always kinda like I can't really be with somebody that doesn't fuck with you. Yeah, it would be weird. It would be weird. Like, it would be... It would just be weird. Because it, to me, it would be like, why? Why? Yeah, it would be why. I don't get me, it. For me, it would almost be like, you don't accept an extension of me. Oh, because we're extension like... extension of you, girl. Oh God, calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> that would be lost y'all. Calm down. Looking in love with me. If I was a man, you would date me, huh? Relax. <laughs> um... No, because it's like we are like so similar, and we're I think, sisters. Yeah, and there's there's like a definitely a part of me that's like uh like my complete self with you. So it's like, damn, you trying to tell me that when we get to this side of me, yeah. you know, you ain't you ain't really up I there. I agree, because I'll be confused because like I don't even see how. Because and then you're not even that type of person. You know, there are certain friends yeah, that you have. Yeah, there's certain friends that I'm like, like nah, eh. yeah. Yeah, she always gonna up. say shit. Yeah, she always got shit to yeah. say. Like, eh, her point of view is important, you know? But even speaking of that, does your family need to like or love your partner? Do you care if they do or not? Is it is it really that serious? Honestly, like, on some real, real shit. You met some decent guy you really Honestly, like, but they don't like him. Is it that serious? We gonna force it. We gonna mm. force it. Like, you know, and I and now that I've I'm in relationship well, I'm in a family where my brothers have wives. I, I see how it is, and it's like, man, y'all don't gotta like each other, but y'all definitely respect. gotta have a, a have a fine line Cordial. of respect and cordiality, and there has to be a certain level of love there, just for the fact that we are family. True, like love in the sense of that you wouldn't think like you have loyalty to this person because we're family at this point. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't got to be your best friend. They're not got to. They don't got to be your first choice. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But. You have to have a, a, lo- a loyalty and respect. Like, they family, and you gonna, you have to treat them as such. And you know what? Because this is who I come from, so there's no way yeah. that you're going to disrespect my family. You know that's that's a, not an option. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for, for my man, that's not an option for you to disrespect my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can feel however, I can say whatever, but it's not an option for you to disrespect my family. Exactly. At all. Which is key. Now, speaking of that, let's even... So even with that with that being said, whose whose views is more important? Whose feelings are more important? Family or yours? Mine. I like that. Mine. I think there was a point in my life where I, w- I would have said my family. Mm. There was a point in my life, maybe mm. in early 20s. Mm-hmm. God damn it, early 20s and late 20s. I defined. Um, mm. it, it was a point where I would have said them. I'm getting to the point where it's me because um, it's life. it is my life and... I'm realizing how intimacy works. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's and it's intimacy not in the sense of no, being, not like uh, sex. sex. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but well, intimacy that of like I really gotta be with you all the time, and like we gotta talk about shit, and we have to build a relationship, and like we have to be in each other's presence, mm. and I have to be comfortable with you in all aspects of my mm-hmm. life, and mm-hmm. my insecurities have to be comfortable with you. Mm. I feel like I'm sounding like a Huxtable talking about comfortable. Uh, <laughs> that's how Claire and I'm talking about comfortable. comfortable. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I have to, I, I have to I be fully, you. I yeah. have to be fully comfortable. I. So with that being said, you know, we, we, we've mentioned like, oh, the kind of guys we like. I know that we've both dated um, non-Nigerian men. Man, we've dated black men, black American men. So how does that work? You know, would you bring a black American man to your mama? Hmm. 
on some real stuff. Yikes. Okay, would you? Damn, this the podcast I'm not sending to my boys. Nah. No, I'm just like, um, it depends. Like, you on some real stuff? I think I've just, by happenstance, only dated one Nigerian guy. Okay. And, you know, um, I would bring, like, a non-Nigerian guy home if, like, he was, like, serious. Like, if shit made sense. I think, like, a lot. I feel like I'd just be dating for sport. Okay. Personally, like, I don't, like, outside of that one semi-serious relationship I had, everybody else that I date just be, like, mm. maybe, yeah, we're kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing too serious. So, um, I would if it was, like, a serious, I think that, like, our paths aligned to that point. Yeah. Um, for me, I have dated an American man. Um, and to be honest, I do feel like when I do think back, back to my relationship, the way the American love, American man loved me is different than the way the Nigerian man loved me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like I was a little bit more free and completely more myself with the American man in the sense that I was both my, cause I am Nigerian American. Like no matter how Nigerian African I am, like I could be, I'm, I'm like Bush and everything. You know what I'm saying? But I am, I'm also like a Chicago girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I was able to be both sides with him. So the moment when my accents come out and everything, like, he had to learn to adapt and get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? He had to, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I could easily, like, treat him. So, like, get your goo fast. And without him being insulted. Right. You know, because he, he gets his part of the culture. That's how we talk. Right. But, you know, with my ex being Nigerian, I couldn't really do the get your goo fast. Because, one, he wouldn't really get it. <laughs> and then it would be like, who are you talking to? <laughs> you know what I mean? True. It would be like, wait, what do you mean? Are you calling me a goofy? Me a whole, a whole man. A whole African man. You saying I am goofy and silly. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's really that that little thing is, is that barrier is a little bit there outside of that um what about like what do you think is the 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 limits of cross-cultural relationships like do you think like oh a white guy is gonna cause a controversy or if you come home with like a chinese guy let or- me be real with you let me be real with you i remember a certain text it's when trump first became president g and that whole wahala that whole issue y'all when i say wahala it means problem issue when that whole Wahala went down, my dad sent me a text on WhatsApp. Do not bring a white man home. Damn. Don't you bring a white man home. Yeah. He said the way they be treating the women, the things they do see Trump. And it's like, damn. Damn, he said it. Said he, 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 I kind of, I would never forget it. And it's like, oh, Lord. You know, and I, you know, I've always been, I remember when I was young, I'd be like, I wouldn't mind dating a white guy. For me, and even today, if I do date a white guy, it has to be someone who's, well cultured, knowledgeable, well traveled. You know what I'm saying? Cameron yes. from Love Is Blind. <laughs> yes, I love. Oh, y'all need to love Love Is Blind. Love Is Blind. Anyway, but it has to be someone who is well traveled and. You know, as a white person, certain things that you would not know, no matter how well cultured whatever you are. But as long as you're op- you're open, and then your family is important. I don't want to have to deal That's with your grandma thing. being a racist or your your daddy being a racist. I don't want that. I really don't want that. Uh, so I could do it. I that, that's the type I can date. Really, that's the type I can date. And with you know, with me dating an American guy, I'm not going to lie. To be honest, based on I know how my family, how they are, and their views. Initially, I so me and the same American guy, we did it twice, right? When I was younger in college, when we were in college, I kind of like I didn't really let it grow because in my head I'm like, mm, he's American. Mm, how would it work with the culture? Mm, I didn't really let it flourish. But when right. I got older, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm mm-hmm. getting older. Okay, I need me a man. And besides that, he's a good man. He he really is a good man. So he's a good man. He loves me. Why am I gonna stop? Because he ain't Nigerian. What? Right. I, like what? 
Be Nigerian. That's not the end all be all. It's not the end all be all. Like really. So with that being said, what is the one quality that you that is a is a must have for you? I mean, I guess the better question is between the things that Mm -hmm. you think your family needs. What is the one thing that you're like? Facts. I need that too. Christian man, that's it. I think for me it is religion too. Yeah, Christian um, man, that's it. And, and it's only because I, I just, you know. And good family. Family is important. It's good family. Sorry. Really, it, really, it really is important. For me, it really, really is important. I'm not going to lie. Because I come from a decent family. You don't, you, for me, you don't have to be, you can be from a broken home as I am. Your parents don't have to be together. They can be divorced. But it has to be a solid family where like, at least they have sense. I don't want, some family, they be demonic. Some family, they got some yeah, psychosis. Yeah, I, I think when we, I think the, the, when we say good family, let's define, because I think that um, some people may think about like, mama, they like me. My mama crackhead. Let me say that with fault. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but is she a recovering crack, crack, crackhead and she's like, getting better? Oh, like, what is she crackhead? She's not in life like that. Okay, and that's, she come, and that's, and she come and, in. And that's cool. It be like that. Um, I, think, you gotta like I think when we say good family, it's like there's a good relationship that it's not like super bad or ill intentions. And good, you know, good yeah. people that we know that won't take advantage of our success as a, as a family. You get it. As a unit. You get it. Um, as also that they don't have ill intentions against you us. You got yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to make sure that when we say that, our listeners don't think like we're just trying to be with like the bourgeois, rich and famous or whatever. Like, but I am. Like, too. I mean, that's, that's always a plus, <laughs> that's always ideal. But, but, of course. but, you know, everybody understands that everybody's family has mm. drama. And whatever, whatever. No one of the family's perfect. Um, yeah, definitely. Just cause, kind of like you know, I just think that cultural differences can be explained. That could be shared. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Like I, as much as I've been on here, and it may seem like I have a thing against Afro Latinas, I love Latin culture. What? You know what I'm saying? Like I really uh-huh. do. Like I like Spanish. Was, Latin man? Spanish was my second language. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, that's your second language. Like when in high school when I chose a oh, language. I'm about to say, like, Dang, you didn't say you were <laughs> No, it's a language I chose uh-huh. or whatever. Um, you know, like I'm I'm really into like Latin culture because I feel like it aligns closely with like definitely African, African culture definitely, you know definitely. Um, I don't know. I'm looking for a right Latino man. G, I be I be sitting. I was like, damn, but they don't be Latin. They no, but look, I thought you're making you want an Egyptian man. G, you want an Arabian man. You want your listen. I say Aladdin. How do you say? Aladdin, Aladdin, y'all, Aladdin. I can't, I can't listen. I told myself I ain't gonna force myself to say shit. How y'all say, Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin. You want your own Aladdin? <laughs> First of all, don't be prejudiced. Aladdin is from Saudi Arabia. Hey, um, Arabian man. Arabian but no, Muslim I said man. I would do Egyptian because like e- Egypt is African or whatever. That's mm-hmm. what the whole love, nigga. Like, I know. That's what. They, that's that history to go back. That's to. the history <laughs> shit. The Cleopatra. Yeah. Egyptian hieroglyphics. Okay. Um, no, but that's like my fantasy, um, fantasy mm, culture. Mm, if I was mm, doing like a mm. cross culture thing, like I would love. I had an Egyptian roommate, and she was everything. Awesome, I so. know you said that. But yeah, I think that's pretty much what we have. So last, but last question to close it. What quality supersedes all of that? You asked me that already. No, you? I asked you the quality that you need that aligns. But say that nothing else matters. What's the one thing that you're like, I, this person has this, so I don't give a fuck about none of this shit? He got to love me. Okay. You, you got to love me through thick and thin. I, I want to feel... I don't think... He loves me. Special. special. Oh. Little. Do we sing a shit drunk in college? Yeah, yes. And the other one we just think is, I am ready for love. <laughs> Who heard us? Boy. No. <laughs> no, I, I need a man that is my partner. 
I think that's mm-hmm. the one thing that I'm looking for that I've not found. That I know for that when I say when I see him, I'm like that's me. When people see him, that's Mona right there. They see me, that's whoever right there. Okay, like we are one. That's my partner. He loves me. We get each other. Nothing family because you know even if you're from a good family, whatever. Family, in a way, one one way or the other, they would get in between your relationship. You know oh, they're gonna it's gonna be find some their issue. Whether, whether they have some point of view, whatever they think you should do this or whatever, or they don't like how your wife, your partner is doing something, they're gonna say something. But he is strong enough to be like, no, this is my partner, this is me. You know what I'm saying? He he knows that this is his new life. That's all I need. That's that really. That's all I need. I don't care if he he Muslim and he whatever poor. No, don't be poor now, okay. But still, like you know, you you have to be solid. I actually was talking to my auntie today in Nigeria, and she was like, you know, she was saying that how I should like prophesy the type of man I want. You know, mm-hmm. I should like decree and declare and you know mm-hmm. say what I want, speak it into fruition, speak it into existence. You know, and she's like, you know, you want to be with a, a successful man, like even if he doesn't have the cash flow right now. Right, mm. but you can smell and see the cash coming. Potential. You get it. Mm. You know you don't have to be rich right now. You know I'm not that. I'm not a gold digger because I ain't rich. I need a man. But let me. I want to be able to sure. smell and see the cash for in the sure. future. It's coming, okay? Because me, I cannot come and suffer. I can't come and yeah. keep myself. What about you? Um, I think the one quality that has to super. I mean, obviously, like he'll love me. Mm-hmm. That. Um, but I would say has to be, I know that that person is loyal and ambitious. Mm, okay. Um, because I need, as you said, somebody that like is constantly striving for the betterment. Yeah. And I need somebody that is also dedicated and committed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also that just wouldn't hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm a really easygoing person. Like, even if we break up, I need to know that you didn't. It wasn't to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just that. Yes, I agree. Hallelujah now. May God give us the man that we so desire, the partner that is for us. And whoever that's listening, I pray that you do find the partner that is for you. You know, you guys pay attention to red flags. Don't just choose anyone just because. And it's your life. Choose who you want to be at the end of the day. You Why know? isn't our husband popped up? Because we every other week, we've given them the, the keys to yeah. our heart. Listen, listen. Every other week. Listeners, y'all need to be loyal to us. You know, if y'all know some man, come on now, tag us on Instagram. Come on, let them know. Share his, his Instagram profile man. with us. All these Come episodes, we done told y'all. Y'all this know what, what I mean. we want. You, at this point, you know us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Blind dates, something. Something, knock. Hook us up. I'm oh, down. Anyway, let's go into music. Oh, I thought we were doing my word. Oh, my bad. So you're doing word for the... Okay, what's your word? <laughs> All right, you guys. So my word of the week is reciprocity. Mm. Um, those of you may not know what reciprocity is. Reciprocity is the idea of giving on to someone as it is given to you. It is an equal exchange. Um, and I think that that word is very important because a lot of people don't know what reciprocity is. It's meeting you where you at. It's exchanging the same energy. It's being... 10 toes down if somebody's 10 toes down to you Mm. a lot of people expect loyalty where they don't give right a lot of people expect people to invite them to things when it's like when the last time we kicked it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like when have i called you 
when have you called me? Right. All of that is reciprocity. And I say all of this to say, you got to stop having expectations that you aren't meeting yourself. And that is an important thing, in, not just in friendships, but in relationships. You cannot have an expectation that you are not ready to meet and that you are not giving. Okay? True. The universe is a karmic thing. Whatever you put out there is what you receive. The universe is working on reciprocity. I like what you said. You can't, what you say, you say somebody, you can't expect you, what you're not even giving out. Yeah, you right? can't expect what you're not giving out. If you're not giving out positive energy, if you're not saying um, this is what I want out of life, if you're not being a positive force, then how the fuck that shit finna find you? Exactly. exactly. It's not. It's exactly. not going to come. Yep. So, reciprocity. You know, put out there what you want to come to you. I agree. Amen to that. Let's get into music now. Music made me lose control. So, Davido, Davido, however you pronounce Davido. it. Davido. Mm-hmm. Um, he bought a personal jet for his dad, and he has this new song, One Millie. Yeah, so he bought a new jet for, like, flat out, new jet airplane, personal. I'm like, damn, you got money, money. Even besides, he became a sort of artist. He's already, already from a rich family. He's from an affluent family. So I guess, you know, some people on social media were like, damn, is it necessary? Why would you buy a jet? But for me, it's like... Why nah, not? Exactly. Now, I know that when I'm super rich, I wouldn't buy a jet. That's not one of... Because even the maintenance in, in, enough is, is, a, is a lot. See what I'm saying? But I would charter, you know, a, a, a private jet every I'm not a jet day. family. You said what? We're not a jet family. Oh, y'all don't fly? No, I'm just saying, what the fuck would we do with a jet? Oh. We're not a jet. Yeah, exactly. I get, I get like, what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it's like, as you said, why not? He got the money. Let him spend his money. Let him be. And that's his gift to his dad. Because I know that when he first um, went to music, his dad was upset. Mm-hmm. It's not something his dad wanted for him. Yeah. As you know, Nigerian parents are music. They don't believe creative. What is that? You know what I mean? But the fact that he's successful, it means a lot. But he also does have a new song called One Million, One Milli. Um, the video is also out. The one thing I'll say about that video, his vi- his music videos tend to be decent. They're good music videos. Yeah. You know, they're entertaining. It goes the flow. Like, you know how we now compare about American music video? It doesn't even relate to the it song. It don't rhyme. It don't rhyme. No storyline. His videos have the little storyline going on with it, which I do love. Beautiful story. Nice video. The song... We ain't really feeling it that hard. I mean, if I want to be honest, the video don't necessarily go with the song mm. talking about to me. However, I like the storyline of mean? the don't video. What do you mean? Don't go with those, the song. To me, I don't think that they necessarily are in tangent. I, I like. I think I like the. Don't get me wrong. I like the video a lot, and I think the video has its own storyline. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the storyline of the video the and the storyline of the song are the same storyline. Mm. Um, but I like it because it's very traditional, and I like that. Uh, I like when Nigerian artists are so in Nigeria. Mm. Like, what the fuck is all that Brazilian? But it's like, get the you fuck. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's like, where the fuck y'all from, nigga? Like, you gotta take your ass to Lagos and so VI. So, so are you saying that Nigerian artists don't have the right to be cross culture? They don't have the right to to go to different cultures and do different videos? It's, I mean, we see. No, I think we that, see American. No, like, I think, I think, I, 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 went to Nigeria. I think to do that the they video. just don't showcase their culture enough. Enough, and, I feel you. And, and, and it's like the way that the songs and the things that they portray are too cultural to not exist. Evolve their culture. culture. Yeah. You gotta you have a really good point. Yeah, there. that's just what it is. Um but you know, shout out to Davido. I think Davido is doing a lot of And I do like that, you know, he has his wife or his fiance fiance slash baby, baby mama, you know, in the video because in his last song 
Uh, is it Fall on Me? Fall, she was also in it. Was it that one? It was one other song. He had a, no, it wasn't that one. Was oh, he getting on that trend where you yeah. only use your partner? Listen, because you know he be cheating, so he probably like, let me just use, no, use, let me just use her cheating. so I don't cheat anymore. But it's nice It's like to facts, that. he be cheating? He got two other baby mamas while they were in a relationship together. Oh, I know all that too. He got two kids while they were together. Talk dude. about it, damn! Wait, while they was together? How long they been together? Yes, two girls. How yes. long they been together? He got cheat trauma. The minute. I know they've been together. And she, she stood with him. What else are you going to do with him with a billionaire? Okay. Let's go to the next one. Meg D. Stallion. And that has been a hot topic in social media, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Let's talk about my girl Meg. Mm-hmm. All right. So, first of all, let's talk about this contract drama. So, if you guys don't know, Meg is... Um, she, she put out a live video where she explained her deal with 1501, which is basically her publishing company. Um, her pub- a publishing company and a publishing deal is different than signing with a label and it's different than having a management deal. Mm-hmm. Now, she signed with 1501. She's also signed with another publishing company and she is signed with a management deal with Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want people to understand those basics. Now, she recently went out on her live and she talked about how 1501, which is her publishing deal, who is, um, basically she signed by Carlos. What's Carlos last name? Carl. Carl I'm sorry. Carl. I don't know Carl last name. That's Evelyn's not a baby daddy. Um, she signed by Carl and she talked about how when she first signed her publishing deal, she was young. She was 20 something. And basically 20, mm-hmm. the splits weren't even, they was getting 60% off bat she was getting 40 and then she was also responsible for paying everybody she was working with so mm-hmm. it wasn't on them mm-hmm. it was on her so now where she was getting 40 percent, that shit probably turned to a quick 15 percent by the time she finished paying everybody so she's saying that now she signed with rock nation she has real lawyers and real people to look over her stuff really and she yeah and she wanted to renegotiate and when she decided she wanted to renegotiate it became an issue mm. um and where they were stopping her from putting out her music Fast forward this week, she was able to get a temporary restraining order from 1501, which allowed her to put out music, and thus she released released her EP, Sugar. Because it did try to prevent her, with the court order, they tried to prevent her from putting out music, but the court denied it. And yes. they're like, girl, put out your music, which is good. Yes. But, you know, you know, we, we've seen how 1501 and even Carl, they've made um, comments on Instagram saying like, oh, now she's disloyal. Now you with Rock Nation and Jay-Z. Now you think you're the big shit, you know. And yeah, she's they like, said That's she not went the Hollywood. Case. She said, I'm not trying to leave this label, this independent label. I'm not trying to leave them. I just want to renegotiate the stuff. Like, let's go over this, this, this contract, which is what people do. When you do have a contract, you do have the right to say, let's renegotiate this stuff. But, you know, I guess they also just say, hey, if you're going to sign a contract, make sure you read it. I think both get of them are Get your own lawyer. Right. Hmm? I think both of them are right. Her and 15. Uh, I, I definitely get both um, sides. I think that also, can we be frank? And y'all know I love Megan. I'm a hot girl. That's my captain. Um, I do think that she is she is doing this a little prematurely and I think that to go on and she's making it so public and to, to make it so public is not the best move mm. I think that you have not even dropped an album you, you have not even dropped an album and but, don't get me wrong I understand that you have gotten immense success from the, the Lucy's and the things thanks that she's to social done. media and, that, and that's a social, social media, media and that's a social media thing thanks uh, and I think that if we're really focusing on just the music and just that 
you aren't in a position to make these demands. Yeah. And, you know, Carl didn't make a statement like, hey, we gave her a good deal. The 60-40, he said, one new artist And you own half your publishing. And That's she said she gets part of her royalties, too. She She's like, she said, That's he even said, Jay-Z would not give you, give you that as a new time artist. Yeah. So I do feel, as you said, they both are right. Um, I do think that her being, it's all premature. Her being public, well, then again, I don't know how long this has been an issue. It does feel like it's fairly new. No, this issue in itself is a new issue. It's a new issue, She's right? been signed to them since, as she said, she, she was 20. So She's, let's yeah. assume she was four years. Four years. Yeah. Now, years now, Megan won nothing. And you know, not to say she won nothing, but like, she wasn't the global sensation she is now, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, uh, I think that she's trying to make it seem like the label, the label that she signed with did their job. The it's publishing company that she signed with did their job, and yeah. it's not like you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Don't make it seem like you just grinded by yourself. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The the publishing company that you are with did their job, yeah. and now that you are just in a more affluent position. You want more, which is understandable, but you're also not fully in a place. Fulfill what you owe them. Yeah. Fulfill yeah. what you owe them. You ain't dropped the album, but you signed a thing for a four-album deal. Come oh, on. You ain't even dropped the I album. I really... Yeah, I didn't we don't really fool the no, the full... We don't know the full, full story, right? They're all putting little bits and parts out here. You know, may her mother rest in peace because, you know, her <laughs> mom was her manager. Yeah. But even speaking of that, she has a new EP out called Sugar. It's nine songs. It's not Sugar, e- no. Sugar. Oh, Sugar. 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 That's what it is. Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> yeah, I say sugar. Anyway, nine song I EP. Mm. Out of those nine songs. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Two. It wasn't I only enjoyed two. Which two did you enjoy? Let me I enjoyed Savage. Savage was BITCH. BITCH is on it. I just ain't want to tell y'all I don't really care for BITCH. I like but I know I like BITCH because you know of the original song too. Because I I like Captain Hook. That's it. That's it, G. That's it. That's it. This one, she was about her mom, though. You know, her being crying in the car. That's the emotional. Oh, that's what that was? Yeah, it was like the emotional one. Child, I couldn't get past through. that auto-tune. It was auto-tune. It I was. could not get past so that So with this EP, honestly, I was, it's underwhelming. I was a little bit disappointed. Like, it was, you know when you play song, just, it's like, I could, I didn't remember that I was playing her album. That's how it was. Like, it did not stand out at all. It definitely, you know, one of my friends, <laughs> Nasir, who was, you know, a guest on our preview or two, two um, episodes ago, he posted on Instagram. He said that it's like, he said Meg, he feels like Meg, um, the styling is lackluster. Like her, whatever. Now, I don't agree with that. Now, but with this, with Look this EP. Nasir. I know. I Listen, I, I text him like, listen, stop talking about Meg. I feel like going on him. Like, please stop. Okay. But I do feel like with this one, you could definitely see, I felt like she, it wasn't her all. She didn't put her all in it. Right. She didn't go hard. Like even the songs, the beats, it was just weak. It was just regular. It sounded like a bunch of songs that weren't on Fever. A bunch of songs that weren't on, on Fever. Fever. Like, you know, the left and, out. And, 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 and I think for you to have made this big ass deal, about I can't release music. I can't release music. You should have came with and, some and this fire. You should have. You should have. Shit, they was doing you a favor. They didn't want to release this shit. I wouldn't want to release this either. I'm sorry, Megan. As a matter of fact, we don't need another EP. What you doing? Just right, girl. Because I never somebody. I don't like. I don't like doing albums. I like EP. I don't like. Girl, but how you bring know? out album? What's the difference? Exactly. At this that? point, bring out an album, a solid art, art of work, like. Bring out solid music, G, that, you know, it is yours, that is stipulated. People are like, this is Meg the Stalin album. Because as we said, we liked her past EPG. Before she, she became, the best before, became, before she even became, like, famous, popular now, 
Tina Snow, the best. Yeah, that, that was that was fire. I had to listen to Tina Snow after Sugar to I redeem. Said, to I redeem. Said, I don't like this new alter ego. Gee, this I, like I when I don't even see this like when Nikki be bringing out Roman. Gee, I don't even because Roman is my bitch. He's not your business. Roman, I don't really fuck with. But Roman, Roman is too hard though. Roman is hard though. Roman is hard, but Roman, Roman is hard though. Come Roman on is not my type, but I, I Roman is still I hard. Like I'm not even like a big barb, whatever. But I knew, I still know that Nikki, is, she, her shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not the best, but with this one, it's too early for you to be doing something like this. You know what I'm saying? It's too early. It's too early. It's too early. But that's that's that. I'm know. sorry, Megan. Sorry to this girl. <laughs> but that was not it. Lene dropped. She an did. Album. I've not listened, but I haven't I've listened seen good yet. Stuff. But I'm ready for the toxic female vibe. Because <laughs> you know that's my vibe. <laughs> but what else do we have? My husband, my slutty husband, Drake, dropped two uh, Lucy's this week, Chicago Freestyle, mm. and one to say when. And they was both. Um, both great. They was on SoundCloud. When to say when was the song that he was recording in Marcy Projects. If y'all saw that, when he was recording the video on Marcy Projects, he sampled Jay-Z's song, Song Cry. Great song. Uh, Chicago Freestyle. Again, I love when Drake dedicates shit to me. <laughs> Why else do you have Chicago? Why? Why else? Why else? Because if you listen to the song, it really ain't talking about Chicago to me. It's just me. Okay, anyway, girl. so okay, in, that, girl. in that sample, Eminem, and he know Eminem was one of my favorite rappers. So I oh, thought is it was he? cute. Yeah, I didn't know that. Eminem, like Eminem is one too. of my favorite rappers. Mm. Um, so thank you, baby, for trying to redeem because he knew he was trying to get ahead, you know, because he knew this Melissa Ford Takara shit mm-hmm. was gonna come out. And I don't be mad at stuff like that no more because it's part of dating a, a superstar. Mm-hmm. But you know, Drake drops. Drake is gonna drop an album this summer and. By fire, by force, I'm gonna be at this next tour. Simple. Amen. Like I don't care. I'm to the point where I don't care if I go by myself. I'ma just buy the ticket and okay. whoever wants to come comes. Like I will make a friend at the concert. I don't care. Okay, that's it's shady. I'm trying to throw. throw no, no, because it's, it's, I don't know if it's insult. She's trying to throw on this side because kidding. What is the meaning of that? No, I'm just saying that. But I'm, it's good though because I'm, I'm not like, crazy. I love Drake, and I think I've always held myself back on like, oh, I don't have nobody to go with. You should I'm go like, with Kevin over you. You dropping names on the pocket? Oh. You know Kevin. Yeah, I don't think he listened. Did he listen? Whatever. Shade. No, no be real. Playing. Anyway, our next segment for you is TV. <laughs> so now, I don't know if you guys are up, up, you know, in tune with the new Netflix original show, which is Love is Blind. Sensation. I know. So basically, it's like a, you know, it's a it's love like married at first show. sight type you know what? vibe. Like married at first sight. Right. circle. Yeah, similar. Uh, so basically... People who are looking to be in relationships, um, they're all put in a house, men and female and women in different houses, and they date each other, but they date each other without seeing each other, um, and they both sit in two separate pods, like in a, two different like rooms. little rooms, right? And they hear each other, and they, they basically communicate with each other, you know, be free, whatever they want to say, and that's how they date. And I feel like it's done like in a matter of days. Like, um, it's done like in a week, honestly. Like a week. It's like a week. Then, after that week... Uh, then you know if whoever if pro- somebody proposes to if you? they propose propose um then they go on a vacation to Mexico which she did and then after that they get married in four weeks so of course not everyone did that but you know it was beautiful to see Lauren and Cam uh, I think we are kind of overhyping their relationship to be quite honest uh, I like them but I'm like niggas probably make it seem like this is the best relationship they ever seen in life it's just, they're just so cute. 
They're, they're, they're cute. I feel like they're most they're the I most think, attractive. I think that's what it is. Too. Really, to me, who's most attractive? To me. I think them are on the same level as Barnett and Amber. Like, I love Barnett and Amber. I don't know why people I cap- like them, but I people prefer... People capping their- on Barnett and Amber no. to me. Like- I think what is with Barnett is, you know, he definitely is like that frat boy, white guy type of vibe. And him and Amber fit is. so and well No, they definitely me. do fit. But obviously, you know, the sugar with Lauren and um, Cameron is because they're interracial. That's what it is. That's the hype. That's what it is. That's the hype, but I'm like... But it does seem like, you know, it's a, a, a sweet interracial, right? Because, you know... It's just her- they Match. They 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 got to know each other, and to me, I was just like, girl, the only black man was gay. Yeah, but you know, with, I think with that one, what I did like, because you know, she mentioned how you know she definitely is for like the black families, black struggle, black yeah. unity, and her family had bad, and that's what it's about. And she did mention how her dad really wants to be with a black man, you know. But to see that, okay, she, you know, without even date seeing this man, she dated him. And it's a white man, but he's a great man. And then you do see where her dad says that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm never going to judge you based on you being being white. I'm judging you based on how you treat my daughter. You know what I also found interesting? That I was like, oh my God, that's so me. And it's like, now I, now that I see somebody else goes through it, it's not weird. That she dated so many guys for like, and she had like serious relationships, but they never met her family or parents. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's me. Because like, I be feeling like, is it weird that I be dating people seriously? And I just no, I think that's how it have be. the need to feel like no, you no, can no, be no. my family. I'm not a fan of, listen, when I have my own child too, my, my son, my daughter, please do not just bring in whatever, this left and right. No, 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 no. Please, no. No. At, at least, I mean, sometimes yeah. I'm mixed sometimes about you, it. Like, sometimes, yeah, you sometimes think, I want to know, but sometimes no, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. boy, I'm tired. Just Show that me. to your siblings and your friends, your best friends. Let them do that first, but don't just bring in people because some people do bring every every person that they do bring them home. One of my siblings was like that. Oh yeah, for me, I just feel like this is not it's not tasteful. It's a little bit. We don't need to see everyone you date because it's like I'm seeing everyone you have sex with at this point. Yikes. I'm just being real. I'm sorry. But let's move on. You guys check it out. It's Love Love is Blind. It's on Netflix. Um, it's Netflix got show. the bangers. Gee, they, they coming up, G. Because, because Netflix before the Netflix, you should not have good stuff. I ain't going to hold you. Netflix is trying to take over reality TV. No, G, they are. They said reality TV. We got this. Period. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm fucking with every reality TV show Netflix came out with. Okay. What's going on with Love and Hip Hop? So Love and Hip Hop, as you guys know, it's my daily dish. I love Love and Hip Hop. And for the longest, Nina Parker has been the host for like let's say the past five years and I've tweeted if you follow me on Twitter I've tweeted how I think she's dry and she's a little too diplomatic because she's on E and I feel like she brings too much of an E vibe to this ratchet shit that we love on she doesn't even know how to it's like it's fine being diplomatic but and I I wouldn't even really consider her being diplomatic she's just boring she just doesn't know how to get into the tea to me it's very obvious that she doesn't watch the show that's what it is. To me, it's very obvious that you don't watch Love and Hip Hop. You're no not cards. a fan. And she, she just goes on the no notes. Cards. So, that's what it is. But there is going to be a new host, Claudia Jordan. Now, if you know Claudia Jordan, she's she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And she was a video girl. And she was a video girl. Model. And she was on the radio for a little bit. So, she's going to be the new host she of the reunion. Now, I think Claudia is a messy enough bitch to get into it. So like I, she's, I look she's also diplomatic. She's a nice girl. Claudia's not my favorite person, but I do want to see. She could it. get it. I, yeah, I, she, I, I have faith in her it. for this. Because I remember when she went in with Nini on Wheels of Atlanta. 
You, oh, you yes. see the episode? Yes. She went in her heart. She's not scared. She's okay? not scared being to the T. What else is going on in Black Um, Hollywood? So in on Netflix, because Netflix, Netflix has been giving us tea, lies. Um, They have this documentary called They Gotta Have Us, and it's the best. Shout out to Courtney. Hey, Courtney, girl. Courtney listens to our episode so hey, much. Hey, girl. So Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Love you. Anyway, Courtney put me on to this documentary called They Gotta Have Us, and it's essentially this documentary about the evolution of black Hollywood and they have like all the fucking black stars on there. Like, Hey, so watch this. Oh my, I sent it to you. It's the, it's, you? it's literally the best documentary on black film that I've ever seen. Like, Man. yeah, I'm gonna send it to you. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like, Oh, they talk about everything. Like I just watched part two and three and then the next one is talking about like, um, the, the rise of British black actors. It's just so because there is a rise of... Oh, it's just so amazing. Like, they're capturing things in a way that I'm like, talk Perfect. about it. Like, Perfect. talk about it. So, please yeah, watch it. it please watch it. I, I like this strong black lead thing that Netflix is doing. doing. I like that it's intentional. Mm-hmm. I like that they really are, like, intentionally picking people. And I, they have a little podcast. I need to find out where they do the podcast. Mm. I, see the, I follow them on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the actual full interviews... Okay. Um, stream. Uh-huh. But I love it. I love the intentionality and I love that they're like doing they're really like making a So point basically of it. all about black creators, black arts, yeah. listen to it, watch it, which I'll do. Now, Netflix speaking of Netflix, Queen Sono. We did mention a few weeks ago like Queen Sono was coming out. It is out now. Listen, I have been watching it like since the past two days. It's actually a good show. So basically it's about Queen Sono, her mom was like a freedom fighter or civil rights leader in South Africa. Oh. But her mom was um uh, murdered, right? Oh. Which, uh, a lot of civil rights leader. So now, you know, naturally, just in her, she wants to be that. So basically, she's like a spy who works in, like, you know, targeting, um, you know, not just Africans, but also like those, you know, white men or Europeans or foreigners who are into corruption. You wow. know, bring corruption into Africa and also those African leaders who are involved into those corruption. Wow. Right? So basically, basically, real life shit. Real life African shit, like wow. governmental shit, right? You I know definitely got a stream. No, and it's actually really good. Like it's not. I heard it's good. Everybody I it's know not said forceful. they stream that shit. You like. know what I love about it? Correct accents is your accents because I think everybody's really African. No, like for legit, like she's yeah. legit African. One. Um, and then you know we listen to their, their, their soundtrack. You know, like their songs and stuff. It's not just South African songs. They, they played Joromi. Yes, they play like Nigerian songs. Everyone like it's, it's a well-rounded African stuff. Like I, I love it. It's actually really a good show. It's entertaining. It's not too much. You know, sometimes when I'm working, I watch it. Like it's, it's a decent show. But that you is because um, very recently Netflix has tapped Africa as a new hub for entertainment. Definitely, because you know, uh, but because you know they've been bringing those Nigerian Nollywood films to Netflix a lot. They're gonna do the, the a Netflix original of Nigerian yeah. show, which is ooh, so I need to be on it. I'm super excited, and that and that's definitely yeah, like a new avenue and a new lane for us because I think that I think that Nigeria is that African country that everybody aligns to. It's like the go to African country. Like if you know African countries, people say South Africa. People say Nigeria's the Nigeria, most popular African country. You know what I'm saying? Real. Maybe you throw in Kenya, you got it if you're trying to be whatever, Cote d'Ivoire, whatever. But Nigeria, I will say, it's is the, most, the, popular is the most popular from in entertainment and media or whatever. And most music. popular and also the most populous country in, like, in Africa, period. In Africa, period. Period. Um, okay. So I think uh, I, I'm very excited. And I think, I think that 
it's about time that we have our own lane. Yeah. And if you do follow our page, you do, you know, we did post a video of the, the actors who are involved. It's yeah. legit legend. So it's not it's legend. It's not like small, small actors, it's whatever. Niger it's Niger It's legit. It's like, and you like, can tell, I'm like, excited. and what I do like about Netflix is like, they're legit going to the court, right? They're legit. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not trying to like create some type of stereotypical whatever. They're trying to legit, like, okay, let's meet you. And what stories do you want to tell? So I'm really curious and excited to see what it is. So you guys stay tuned, you know, because that's what we do. And listen to our podcast. And we update, we update you guys with, you know, new shows, new music, whatever it is. And we haven't done this in a while. But follow us on Instagram and social and Twitter. For Instagram, Cross X Cultured Podcast. Yes. And Twitter. Twitter is at Cross Cult. Damn, what is our? Time? I know, right? It's been a minute since we said this. Damn. It's been a minute. It's like I just follow the shit. I'll be confused. It is as cross X cultured podcast. No, just at cross X cultured. Okay, okay. So you guys follow us, and also on an individual place. Follow me on air at Erica Mona E R I K A M O N A A podcast. Y'all, I've not seen my following go up. Please, you guys follow me. That what's going on. And I also have a second page. If you are a lock star like me, or lock queen or king. Mona's Lux, M-O-N-A-S-L-O-C-S. What is yours, Dami? All right, so I'm at damn underscore I'm fine, and that's spelled at D-A-M underscore I'm fine. Okay. Oh, since we're trying out hair pages, I just really Girl, pretty much say, launched. Um, I sell weave now because if y'all know me, I stay okay. with the bundles. I stay with a fresh set. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, ah, ah. Um, and that's at Hair Care Co. So that's at Hair, H-A-I-R, Care is spelled K-H-A-Y-R-C-O. Quite um, creative. I like it. Thank you, it's Hair creative. Care Co. Listen, you see, we're a versatile group, G. You know what I'm saying? I'm all those yeah. natural lockstar stuff. She on the weave stuff. Come on, I'll support us, y'all. So let's go into a quote for the day. Do you have anything else that you do want to mention or say before we go into a quote? I love you guys. Our one year anniversary is coming up. It's coming up, so stay and tuned. We have a surprise for you guys. Everybody's been rocking with us. Thank you for rocking with us so far, and we hope that you all continue to stay with us. Please do, please. So the quote is, yes, your family's views are important. However, choose for yourself. Choose your life. Choose your love. Because at the end of the day, they won't be there when you are cold at night alone underneath that blanket. Okay. Mm. Who wrote that quote? Erica Mona did. I'm like, let me start writing my quotes. Don't know me. Because <laughs> it's hard to be finding quotes all the time. So please, as I said, as we mentioned, choose for yourself. Choose your love. This is what people say. You know what makes you happy. Okay? You guys, this has been Cross Culture. Have Peace. a good one. Bye.